0: Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friend, a podcast where two friends in their dry houses drink alone together. My name's Chris.
1: <laughs> What's up? It's Obert.
0: And and that's the end. That's the end of the intro. Now. That's it. That's it. It's just us two.
1: Hang on, I got to go and uh, stop the the Super Bowl winning football team from unrolling the red carpet. Yeah, over mm-hmm. here. Yep. Um, but the guys, Chiefs. That it's not tonight. No. Nope. Uh, we're Mr. Chief. We're, uh, <laughs> we're we're postponing Mr. Oscar. You got to roll that sucker back up.
0: Yes, yes, Patrick. We know that you already finished unrolling it. Roll it back up. <laughs>
1: it's gonna be another two weeks, folks.
0: Yep, yep. It's not. It's not my fault that you guys got a false start. All right, that was fun. Nice. Um.
1: um <laughs> yeah, we were ready to go. We have. Um. I have the envelopes here. With the all Han the, Solos, the everything. Uh huh. They are freshly, freshly carbonated. <laughs> um, Carbonized.
0: <laughs> we have,
1: we know. Chris and I know who the winners are. Mm-hmm. But um, unfortunately, Tud couldn't make it last minute tonight, so we're making you wait in suspense for two more weeks.
0: Yeah, I know. People, you know, I hear that cliffhangers are a really good way to. Um, almost secure yourself an ox an Oscar the next year. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wait, Oscars are are they the movie ones or the TV ones?
1: Those are the movie ones.
0: Oh so yeah, like, so like an Oscar in between, you know, a cliffhanger in between movies, like right? <laughs> um, yeah,
1: that's why Back to the Future three won some Oscar.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yep.
1: Everybody saw Back to the Future two. And uh, just that ending was just like, oh, man,
0: we've got to give this movie so many Oscars. Oh, my goodness. So many Oscars. Um, But anyways, since, uh, I don't know, I I mean, Tud decided to, I guess, I think it's convert his house into a a, a raft of some sort or something. I'm not.
1: I think something like that.
0: I'm not 100% certain. He definitely. It was. It's like a reverse raft situation, like where the water's on the inside.
1: I think he said he was adding a water feature to the house.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Not too sure. Not sure exactly what he means, but definitely something like that.
2: Right. Well, I've journeyed out of the (laughs) Ark that that has become my house.
1: (laughs) Uh, Never mind, folks. It is drinking love with friends after all.
2: (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Surprise to everybody, including
0: us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh,
2: well, that was fun
1: Uh, Ted, why are you soaking wet?
2: Yeah, right? Well, <laughs> have you been swimming upstream or something? Well, you see, we have this, um This, this, this thing called a bathroom in our house that's having work done And so, uh, I walked in there And, um, I'm sitting there admiring the nice tile job that's getting done, right? It's like, you know, a normal homeowner does And I hear some water, and I'm like, whoa I'm like, There's, there should be no water in this room it's it's just being tiled. Like, we're not ready for water action in this room yet.
1: The fountain hasn't
2: been installed yet. Right. Like, like <laughs> the room is not done being tiled. Therefore, it's not waterproof. Like, there should be no tile in here. So, I look over and one of our sink valves just pouring water. <laughs> oh, no. And when pouring like I, I sent a picture to I sent a video to these guys, so they've they've seen the amount of water. It was not an insin- insignificant amount of water coming out of a, a closed valve. <laughs> uh, it, Look, so what'd you do? Uh I called the contractor. Um he told me that a plumber would be coming. And then I had to kinda become my own plumber for a little bit to to kind of slow the slow the, the the onboarding of water. Um so, so now
1: you know where the water main in your house is.
2: I, I do, I do know. I knew where that was previously. I'm, I'm an expert on that. Oh, Okay. But what I will say is that uh, flex tape. You know that thing that like they like they they solved the leaking boat. My house oh, yeah. is now being held with it. <laughs> there
1: you go. Well, I mean, if that guy could go across a lake on a boat made of flex tape, uh, a little bit of a you know broken busted valve will be fine.
2: Whew! I am soaked. So, uh. <laughs> where, where are we at in this episode? We're just getting started. Yeah. Um yeah, we had
1: some uh also uh rest in peace classic.zencaster.com is no longer. Yes. Uh we had some Zencaster issues that took up probably the last 30 minutes before we started recording.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh Zencaster, if you're out there listening, what what are you even doing? Like
2: Regular.zencaster.com is awful. That's garbage. <laughs> it's I can't awful. even. I can't even get in. I clicked on the link and it doesn't let me.
1: Yeah, it's because it's gone now. Zencaster is dead
2: to us. <laughs> Wait, is Zencaster completely gone? No, it might as well you be. You need
1: to now pay for classic Zencaster, and regular Zencaster is an enigma to
2: us. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to use. <laughs> I feel like we should figure this out, but I mean, today is not the day.
0: No. Uh,
1: yeah, that was, that was uh, 25 minutes into it. That was what we said, too. Yep. We're like, you know what? Let's just go. Never again. And record this in our dry, dry houses. Today is <laughs> today's
2: not turning out to be a uh, a drinking alone with friends day, it seems.
1: No. No. Um, Hopefully this is not what we 35
2: were, looks like for, for all of us.
1: Yeah. No. We're holding off, I think. <laughs> um, but... We decided we're not going to do Mr. Oscar this week. As excited as we all were to get into it, read the results. Well, my suit is wet. Solo's. My
2: underwear is wet. Like, you can't really do Mr. Oscars in a wet suit with wet underwear. No. That's rule number underwater,
1: one. If you're doing the underwater Mr. Oscars, a wet suit is required.
2: Right, but then but I, but I wouldn't be wearing, like, a wet a suit that is wet. I would be wearing a wet suit that is made for underwater things.
0: Yeah, Tud, right. Tud was Tud was handing out um, the Mr. Oscar for best fish, and um, he got confused. He got confused. Mm-hmm. He heard wetsuit, you know. <laughs> the
2: only way he knew how to do that was flood his house.
1: <laughs> I texted him and told him to bring a three-piece wetsuit, and he wasn't sure what that meant. So,
2: To be honest, how many people here would know what that meant?
1: Yeah, so no Mr. Oscar this week, um, but man, there's some good ones. Some good ones we're ready to hand out.
0: Mm, yeah, I know. So excited!
2: So, since we're not in Mister Ar- Oscar this week, or we're not doing Mister Oscar this this week, Ober, I I need to point out something that I got that I think that you should invest in in your household. It's kind okay. of a, a pre-handle handle.
1: Well, it's funny because we don't we don't do handles on Mister Oscar week, and I was like, man, I have this perfect handle for this week, but I'm not going to be able to use it. But um, but now I now I will need a handle. So so what what is the thing I need in my house?
2: Fiber internet. What is fiber internet? So it's super fast internet. Um, I get one gig up and one gig down for download speeds and upload speeds, and I got it installed this week, and it's incredible. It it blows my old internet out of the water. Uh, my bill is cheaper, and it's been fantastic so far. And I don't, How do I uh, how do I get on this? Well, you have to contact your local tel telephone company. Think about that from way back in the day, like okay. AT and T,
1: SNET. Snet. I need to call up <laughs> Net. 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 Yeah.
2: <laughs> SNET. SNET. Uh, Horizon, Verizon. Not Horizon. Verizon. Um, you know, around here, Frontier. Something like that. Who's your local telephone provider? I
1: have Verizon on my cell phone.
2: No, no. Who's your local, like, landline provider?
1: Oh, I don't know. How would I know that?
2: Well, you've got to type in Fiber Internet in middle of nowhere, Montana.
1: That's that's what I need to Google
2: fiber internet and what do you you live in the fish of white
1: fiber internet near me let's say uh i just see xfinity i can get dsl century link yeah i'm not not seeing it
2: well that's that's disappointing
1: maybe um montana sky networks has fiber and fixed and fiber fiber and fixed wireless there you go i don't know what that is it sounds like something i wouldn't trust montana sky networks it's basically skynet well, do you have Spectrum now, or I do have Spectrum.
2: So it looks like CenturyLink is what you want because they have okay. fiber.
1: Well, they offer download speeds up to forty megabits, so I don't think that's it. <laughs> I'm on their website right now. So it says up to nine hundred and forty megabits a second. Mm. Well, that's just for the DSL, I think. Is what I was reading. Um, but anyway, I'm going to look into this Montana Skynet.
2: You should you should get on this because I know that you are a you are a sufferer of slow internet. And
1: well, the issue isn't so much my internet into my house it's the wi-fi connection to my computer i think is the is where i've had bigger latency issues and that's why i have to plug in to my modem
2: perhaps you should get better computer.
1: wi-fi yeah i think well i wouldn't need a new motherboard for that i don't know i'm gonna look into this montana skynet we'll see
2: oh you i think you just like the name now i think you've fallen in love with the name of montana skynet
1: i do want to be a <laughs> skynet customer
2: yeah
0: i mean i would i would definitely. You know, just never, never pay your bill late. Like always, right. stay on their good side, just <laughs> it, in case. You never wanted to meet
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger
0: before, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Well, Maybe sign up for any any kind of like you know if there's like a program that they're going to be starting, sign up for it. Uh-huh. I, I always <laughs> you said
1: to, you ought to be an early adopter. On, on I, I do.
0: I've I've always said that. Um, number one, I'm a big fan of computers. And <laughs> how good they are to us humans, and um, I would also sign up for the first Terminator program. So
1: I do think we need to have a Chat GPT episode of this show. Yes, um, I think it's. I think I don't know what our segments are going to be yet. Maybe we should make it a recurring segment where we have like we ask Chat GPT to like come up with a beer recipe and then we brew it. Um,
0: I, you know, ooh.
2: like I say, we just like tell it the name of the beer and say you know write us a review about. This beer's name. Oh, there we go. And we have to like read everything we say besides explaining what we're typing into Chat GPT has to be as written by Chat GPT. It'll probably like
0: that. It would probably be the most understandable and um, like you know easy to follow podcast episode we've ever released.
1: Yeah. Um. I again, we just this is like our our previous plan uh, to get guests co-host to just take over our jobs, so we don't have to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> but um, but now we have we technology. Slowly, slowly add more and more Chat GPT content until that's the entire show, and then we just get like an AI to read it out loud, and um then we just profit. I guess.
2: Yeah, I think that's yeah. We we finally have the technology. Yeah, it exists.
1: Um, but yeah, what I want to do is write a beer review in Microsoft Word, like just type up what I would how I would rate it, and then get. Chat GPT to do it. Read both of the reviews and see if you can guess which one <laughs> is written by the AI, which one's written by me. That would be fun.
2: Mm. Fun fact, I did all the work for you, Obert. You can get fiber internet.
1: With with who?
2: With CenturyLink.
1: What's it cost? What's it gonna set me back?
2: Seventy dollars a month.
1: It's like cheaper. I think I'm paying like eighty right now. So
2: So you save ten dollars, get triple this the internet speed. You're welcome. What a friend. What a podcast host friend. I am what a handle what a what a pre-handle handle handle that is that is it's good work on my part it is good
1: um but okay all this flooded bathrooms is making me thirsty (laughs) (laughs) no Ted. I imagine you you need a beer
2: I do I was gonna sing that it's beer 30 song but you interrupted me so unfortunately listeners that's the end of that one
1: (laughs) it's beer 31 and you missed it yeah, he had to be here a minute ago. if He <laughs> wanted
2: to hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I mean, I could I could easily drink first. Um, definitely need it after that. Uh, you know, home improvement projects, I guess always or I guess home saving projects. I don't even know if it counts as home improvement. Home saving projects always kind of make you thirsty
1: emergency repairs and whatnot
2: yeah exactly so um this week i brought an interesting beer from a brewery that has been mentioned before on the podcast as being one of the up-and-coming breweries that i've never been to um called fight ins and for those of you who don't remember this this is the one that's in like the hudson valley in new york and people are are raving about it it's got like you know lines that people wait for kind of like the old treehouse is kind of you know, what the pictures kind of remind me of, of the lines. Granted, they're in a parking lot, so they're not in the middle of the woods like the old Monson Treehouse, but Fidens is up there as being um, one of those new hot breweries. So they did a... Now, before we go into this review, how
1: confident are you in the pronunciation? I I would read that as Fidens. Pretty sure it's Fidens.
2: Fidens? Okay. Fidens. F-I-D-E-N-S, in case anybody is trying to look on how to spell this. But... They did a collaboration with Timber Ales, um, which is a brewery out of 12%. And they did a stout, because apparently Fidens doesn't brew a lot of stouts. So, the name of the beer is, I assure you, we make stouts! Exclamation point. <laughs> And it is nice. an imperial stout aged on coconut and coffee. Gross. I mean, for you, yes. For people mm-hmm. who like coconut, not gross. <laughs> um, The can, very plain. It's a garage door. I'm, I'm assuming this is what Fidens, you know, building kind of looks like with like wood paneling or kind of like that, like metal paneling that you would see on the outside of a warehouse. It's a garage door says Fidens on it, which I'm assuming that's what their, their garage door looks like. And there's a sign tape to it that says, I assure you, we make stouts. And there's a, there's a coat just laying on the ground out there. Um, this bad boy weighs in at 12% ABV. Uh, it's in a can and it was canned on January 30th, 2023.
1: Pretty fresh, okay. especially for a yeah.
0: style. Yeah, two months, not bad.
2: Yeah, it is It is pretty fresh. I bought it when it came out. Um, then we kind of did sobuary I guess, or half Sobuery or whatever we did. And then I decided I'd bring it to the podcast and drink it so I could finally drink the other three, too.
0: This beer, 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week
1: long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. This beer, 30.
0: And it's time to part Yeah, baby.
2: So, uh, this beer poured perfectly. Uh, nice little head at the top. Um, you know, dark as night as you would expect. You know, the, the T-Rex test. T-Rex is not finding you within this thing. You know, it looks like a perfect black. Like, what's that, um... What's the per- What's the name of perfect black? V-
1: Vanta black?
2: Yeah, like Vanta black. Um, on the nose, it smells like coconut and coffee. Um, exactly what you're going for here, so... I'm hoping that it's gonna taste like coconut and coffee. I'm just trying to decide if I really want it to taste more coconutty or if I want it to taste more coffee. And I'm
1: thinking I think you want it to taste more stouty than both.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Um let's let's try this thing. I think this is gonna be delicious. This is a good twelve percent ABV stout, brewed by two breweries at a twelve percent brewery in North Haven. <laughs> <laughs> um very it's like a perfect balance between both the coconut and the coffee. I would say it's a the coffee is a little bit more on the aftertaste because you get a lot of that that like that coffee breath taste. I guess is kind of what you you get like a cold brew type coffee taste mixed with like the sweetness of the coconut up front. It kind of tastes like you're drinking like a coconut coconut espresso. Is is a Ooh. that I think that's how I would describe it. Um, it's perfect temperature. It's been out of the fridge. I don't know how long have I been on? How long have I been on the call? Uh, Twenty minutes. All right, so it's been out of the fridge about twenty-two minutes. Perfect drinking temperature, as we discussed in the Discord. If you guys, um, if you listeners, didn't see that conversation happen with Sal, uh, Sal tried to leave a beer out of the fridge, and from what I read, he left it out maybe a, a little too long. But in my opinion, I, I think that the longer you leave it out, the better. Anyways, as long as it's still somewhat cold, um, you don't want you never want be beer especially a stock to be too warm and it seems like sal or too cold and it seems like sal realized that finally so happy that we're helping our listeners out there so if you if you want more of that head over to the discord as well but this is this is a perfect coconut coffee so chris i even think you potentially would like this because it's not the coconut is only on the front end you taste it and, mm-hmm. then, it, and then it goes to coffee
0: it's 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 few and far between but it has happened where i'm like okay this isn't too coconutty you know so it would have to be it would have to be like an extremely it there's one extremely perfect balance so i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying i've had it like once or twice
2: <laughs> yeah th- this is not overly coconutty i mean i don't maybe you would taste the coconut a little bit more because you're you know anti-coconut but like right after i drink it in like a second or two later i don't even taste the coconut i just taste the coffee
0: more like coconut there got you go it. got um
2: no but uh really good um if this is a representation of fight I, I I need to make a trip out there to try their their IPAs. Uh, Timber Timber Ales makes incredible stouts, so this could also be them doing the heavy list lifting on this project, um, because Timber Ales is known for all their stouts. That's that's what they do. They don't really make. Oh, what's that?
0: Man, that is those are fightin's words. Get it? Put um tits. <laughs>
1: well, um, if you ask if you ask Timber Ales, they assure you that they make stouts.
2: Yes, yes, they would one hundred percent assure you that they make stouts. <laughs> I believe they've made one or two IPAs, but they're mostly a stout brewery. Um, yeah,
1: I've, I've had I've had a stout or two from them, and um, really good.
2: Yeah, and they've got
1: a few. A lot of adjuncts. As my only my only comment on it,
2: they they do tend to do a lot of adjuncts, and I have to say this. And hopefully they don't listen. They bottle a lot of their stouts, and they're they're kind of pricey. So like, beto- I don't tend to really get their stouts because their bottled stouts are like twenty five to twenty seven dollars a bottle, which is outrageous um, for
1: like a five hundred milliliter bottle. Yeah, I mean it's
2: got wax on it. Yeah. It's nice. It's it's you know it's not smelly wax like barreled soles. So nobody bitches You're about paying it. for the wax. <laughs> You're definitely paying for the good non-smelly wax, um, but. The ones I have had, and I have, I think I have like four in the house the, at the moment. Which you know, count it up real quick. That's like a hundred dollars worth of stouts. Um, out of the ones I've had, they're pretty good. I'm gonna give this. there's a good stout. One more. It's just so well balanced. Um, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I, I just well, think that's it's
0: a I super think, solid.
2: Yeah, I think it's an incredibly balanced stout. Um, like I said, Chris, I think even you would be a huge fan of this because it's not coconutty. It's coconutty. Coconutty. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Drink one of these if you wanna be Coconutty.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, well there's um quite a bit of reviews here. I don't know if Chris, do you, you have it pulled up?
0: I, I do have it pulled up. I was I wasn't sure. I wasn't I sure. Didn't
1: mean to cut you off.
0: No, no, you're good. You're, you're good. We both are going
1: for it, but yep. uh, one thousand nine hundred and sixty three.
2: For a beer that only came out sixty days ago. Not even sixty days ago yeah that's, that's are,
0: are you sure it's not like a recurring thing or something like that, or
2: I don't think fight has been around long enough for it to re- reoccur
0: well that's that's very very fair, very fair. I was just well, just... I'm
1: just gonna scroll all the way to the bottom of the beer check-ins while Todd's thinking so yeah' we'll see when
2: the first one was so there's over a thousand check-ins I'm gonna say that I mean there's definitely some some stout hype
0: yeah o- almost two thousand check-ins
2: almost two thousand check-ins nineteen
0: hundred sixty three
2: there's definitely some brewery hype around both of these guys, so I don't. This could this is going to be high, but it deserves a four and a half. It can't have a four and a half on Untapped. Four point two nine. Um, you're pretty close, but surprisingly,
1: it's even higher than that. Jesus. It's- it's a four point three seven.
2: <laughs>
1: One of our highest rated beers of the yeah. Show. I mean that doesn't it,
2: shock. Yeah. I just didn't think Untapped would be that high because I th- I thought some people like Chris would be like nah, I don't like coconut you know chop this yeah. down a-, a peg. But Chris, does this give you any hope that you actually might like this thing?
0: Um no, but I only say that because I've had many other stouts that were rated super high that were coconut like. You coconut people, you just love your coconut. I don't understand. No. um, Like I, like I said before, it is it is possible. It just has to be that right balance. And, I mean, it clearly is a delicious beer. I'm sure I would drink it and be like, okay, might not be for me, still a good beer. Right. You know what I mean? You like, understand it's, it's, it's gonna, the hype. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I can tell when a beer is good, even if it has coconut in it. It's just, you know, I would rate it a little bit lower because there was coconut in it. So, um. But yeah, no, that's one of the highest ratings we've had like on the show <laughs> with, with yeah. 2,000 chickens.
1: Yeah, and I do think it is. this is the first bottling of it. I don't see it. I think I scrolled all the way wow. down, and I couldn't get anything from earlier than February. First so. can, wow. I
2: should point out it's a can. It's not a bottle.
1: Yeah, yeah sorry. I, I misspoke. <laughs> first
2: canning. So I will say that if 12% ever releases another fightin's beer, I will 1,000% order it uh no matter who they're they're teaming up with but this is this is this is a good beer um one day maybe during the spring you know we're in we're in spring now happy happy beginning of spring listeners um i'm sure i'm sure obert probably said that at the beginning of the episode that i wasn't here for um but now that it's getting a little bit warmer maybe i'll take the roof off that bronco and and head out there and uh go get myself some beer
1: there you go sounds like a good way to celebrate your equinox
2: Exactly. <laughs> you know? Well, there we go. Uh, try to beat me now, guys. Who wants to go next?
1: I'll, um, I'll go. And um, I have a feeling I'm going to have a perfect guess this week. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's time to crack open Obert's liquor cabinet. <clears throat> <coughs> <coughs> um, this week, I'm bringing a uh, red carpet themed cocktail to the, to the show. <laughs> because, uh, you For no know, reason. For no, no reason, no, at, no all. reason at all. What will
2: you drink during Mr. Oscar this year? Probably a beer. <laughs>
1: but uh, let me let me go shake that real quick, and um, and I will be back in a second. Whiskey's too rough, champagne costs too much, vodka puts my mouth in gear. All oh, this little refrain. Should help me explain. As a matter of fact, I love beer. Yes, he
2: likes
1: beer. I'm back, so um, yeah, I uh, decided to take a picture of my cocktail, maybe for the Instagram. Ooh, but because uh, uh, it just looks that good. This is another tiki-inspired drink for mm. uh, t- yeah. My, uh, I don't know. It's the days are getting longer here. It's warming up. It's end of the ski season. It's now sunny skiing. from
2: noon to three in Montana. It's beautiful. <laughs> you
1: know, it's funny. When you were doing the T Rex scale, it was dark. Your beer was darker than it was outside. So it's, uh, Enjoying these these later sunsets already. This is, I love this time of year when that we just suddenly get like what seems like two extra hours of sun, of sunlight in the evenings within like three weeks.
2: We're with you in Connecticut. Yeah. See, weather's but not that what different in different drinking tonight?
1: Places. It really isn't. It all you know, it's still Earth. Uh, so tonight <laughs> I'm drinking a Jungle Bird. Is the name of the cocktail? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Cocoa. Yeah. There's um. I have some some facts about this cocktail. But let me, I guess first I'll tell you what's in it. One second. Let me pull that up. It's a cool name. I got I got a new I got a new cocktail app that's actually going to be handled in about 20 minutes. <laughs> so um, but in it I was able to look up this drink, and their recipe was pretty much what I used. So here it is. The Jungle Bird. It is one and a half ounces of uh black strap rum. I used um Myers, Myers, rum, uh, three quarters of an ounce of campari, one and a half ounces of pineapple juice, half an ounce of lime juice, and then this calls for half an ounce of Demerara syrup, which is simple syrup made with um like sugar in the raw type sugar, more like molassesy mm. type raw sugar, okay, um
0: yeah, um, real quick, uh, a listener just texted me um because they're confused a little bit, and I you know, I don't want to put them on blast, but like, when sure. you say blackstrap rum, what exactly?
2: Oh, this listener texted me the same thing. They're very confused as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. They just want to make sure. We want to make sure that they know because we, me and Tut obviously know, but this listener was like really worried that you no. weren't going to explain it.
1: It's a good question. <laughs> good question. And um, really, blackstrap rum is just a fancy way of saying black black rum. It's uh, okay. It's pot, made it a pot with molasses, I think, but like popular black strap rums are yeah the Myers rum, Gosling's, uh Kraken you might oh, have okay. seen.
2: So it's just dark rum.
1: Uh yeah. But I think I think specifically the term is, is black rum.
2: But like you said Kraken, isn't that just like a knockoff of a dark rum? Of well isn't that just knock off of uh, uh what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, Captain. Captain.
1: No. Yeah, no, I th- I do think it is darker. darker, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah,
2: Captain Morgan is a spiced rum versus like a dark rum. Uh, That's the word. Okay, listener, see there you go. Should we text this listener back, Chris, and be like, "Hey,
0: yeah, we'll text him at the same." It was actually a group chat with all of us,
2: Uh, but me, except for me,
0: except for yeah, except for over. He (laughs) he
2: he
0: was he was he's very he's very he or she is very nervous.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> to to ask Obert directly. Now, did you make this molasses simple syrup too? Or did you use like normal simple syrup or I use the normal simple syrup,
1: um, but it's really not much you know, it's like you've had the, the sugar and the raw type stuff. It's just a little bit of that more I don't know how to describe it other than molasses
2: y so what you're saying is this flavor. jungle bird that it's you're drinking like brown sugar. has one of its wings clipped a little bit.
1: Maybe. Maybe a little bit. But um, you know. I also use I, we mentioned this on the Obert's liquor cabinet bef- segment before. That I make all of my simple syrup with a um, two-to-one ratio of sugar to water because it's it lasts longer. It's more um, shelf stable. It doesn't it doesn't need to be refrigerated. Even though I do keep it in the fridge. Normal simple syrup, it's like lasts about as long as like a fruit juice you keep in the fridge. You're like you're like I don't know how long has this cranberry juice bottle but in the fridge i should throw this out it's kind of like the same thing we're like three weeks a month then it starts going bad this stuff supposedly will last forever but i try to use it up before it goes too long but anyway the jungle bird campari pineapple juice dark rum the main ingredients black rum um if you have had campari before it's probably been in a negroni it's a very bitter um i believe it's an aperitif it's um it's it's really hard to describe the flavor without without you having it. It just does come across as, some would even say, like, cough syrupy with how bitter it is. And But I think it, that bitterness really balances out the sweetness of the pineapple juice and the rum in this cocktail. This has been on my to-make list for a while, but got all the ingredients together, did a trial run this weekend, and... I'm not gonna lie, it's one of my new favorite cocktails that's gonna enter the rotation of like, what do I wanna drink tonight? Cocktails.
2: Okay. Might have nice. to try yeah. this now.
1: Yeah, if you have some Campari, definitely uh, make it. If you don't have Campari, I don't
2: have a Campari fridge, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't have Campari, then um, order it at a bar and see if you like it, as opposed to buying. I, I went through this thing where I would, like, buy a whole bottle of liquor for one drink, and now I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Uh, all this uh, mint schnapps, you know? Like, it, that it just stays in your house forever. So, but that's the thing. It's like, if you're not sure if you like it, go to a bar, get it there. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna dive in and tell you a little bit about the flavors as I, as I drink. So, cheers, guys. Cheers. Up top, I can just say right away... Five out of five, 100% (laughs) over cocktail, five out of five. Mm. So I followed the recipe exactly as I read off, um, which is a really good balance. Again, the tartness, the bitterness, sweetness with those fruit juices, the lime and the pineapple, the uh, sweetness, the rum brings. And this, this, I feel like I'm sitting on a beach with the wind blowing through my hair, uh, waves crashing on the shore, annoying gulls surrounding me trying to get my delicious drink. Uh, I'm just also happy that I have another use for my Campari because I really only use it for Negronis. And while it is great in that drink, sometimes it's hard to have a bottle for that you only use for one thing, you know?
2: Yeah, I have a lot of those actually because I, from time to time, try to get in the cocktails and then don't, and then end up with, you know, half-drink bottles of liquor that I may never use again because what am I going to use this mixer for or this random drink or this random alcohol? Like I like bourbon, so I drink bourbon. I go through that, but like other alcohols, I'm like, I'm never going to drink this. (laughs) Well, I may have a tip to help you out
1: when we get to the handles. Okay.
2: You don't want to give me a pre handle handle like I gave you?
1: No, I I want to do it. If I do it now, then it'll just be a lopsided handle mug at the end, you know? Um, But this drink, a little bit of trivia behind it. it was invented in 1973. It was the welcome drink for the opening of the Kuala Lumpur Hilton in Malaysia. Um, the name of the bar at the Hilton was the Aviary, so that's where the na- Jungle Bird comes from.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: This cocktail is actually the most popular drink, most popular cocktail in Malaysia.
0: Oh. So it's
1: kind of like their national, their national cocktail there. Even what I have here for tips on this this cocktail says that. The Demerara syrup will complement the black rum, but if you don't have it, simple syrup is fine. And also, if you want a lighter version, feel free to add a splash of soda water. So that's, mm. a, that's a good tip because it is is—it is like a one-and-done kind of cocktail. You wouldn't really want to have – like a lot of these tiki drinks, they're just very sweet, and it's like kind of a sugar bomb where you can only, only have one, and then you're like, yeah, I'm done. Um,
2: what if they're $5 yeah. well drinks, though? Oh,
1: this was a $5 well drink. <laughs> The hangover I would have the next day would be ten out of ten,
2: unbelievable. Ten out of ten. (laughs) I mean, you get those hangovers even if it's not a five dollar well drink, right?
1: But I would have so many. (laughs) That's how bad the. they
2: would
0: only be five dollars.
1: Yeah, I would have twenty dollars worth of these cocktails and just feel like absolute trash the
2: next day. (laughs) Oh man, we should go back. We should go back there. That's that's a good time. Yeah. That was a vibe. As long as we,
1: as long as we only order five dollar wall drinks,
0: that's that's all you can do. That's all you can do there. I I remember sitting down and being like, this place looks like they have five dollar run cokes, and they <laughs> did. The best
2: part <laughs> is, is that you, Obert, showed up and was like, I'm not going to do this, and then proceeded to just do it. Like,
1: peer pressure is a powerful thing. But there man. there were Bud Lights.
2: There was other there was other options. You just chose you chose to to join in. Well, I did have I
1: did have some craft beer to start the night. I was like, I'm not going to Asheville, North Carolina. Getting off a plane, and having a five dollar bottom
2: shelf <laughs> rum
1: and cola, probably not even name brand.
0: No,
2: definitely no. not. With two of your idiot friends who were just sitting there, just had been there for absolutely hammered. an hour and a half at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember cashing out, and they were like, "It's thirty five dollars. Like, you've got to be kidding me. You have
2: to be missing some." It was 37 because we had to pay a $2 club fee.
0: That is true. Yeah, yep. we're official members. Oh, man.
1: Well, anyway, there you good have times. it. The Jungle Bird. Um, as I said, perfect five out of five cocktail. I encourage you to um, make one at home if you have the ingredients, if you have most of the ingredients. And if you don't, go to the nearest good tiki bar. Just type that into Google. And um, it's it's the kind of drink that they should be able to make it. Any respectable tiki bar.
0: Good tiki bar near me.
1: Yeah, yeah, there will be one. I guarantee it, unless you live in Northwest Montana.
2: (laughs) Nice. Let's see if there's a tiki bar anywhere around me.
1: Oh, yeah. Connecticut has a couple good ones.
2: Not around me, though.
1: Maybe we have different definitions of around you.
0: (laughs) He lives in Montana. Around is within eight hours.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some within eight hours. I just... There's nothing within... 20 minutes with me.
1: My, my county is the size of
2: your state, so. <laughs> Listen, it's not the size that matters.
0: You little puny state people.
1: <laughs> All right, so Chris, what are you drinking tonight?
0: All right, so um, Ted actually swayed me a little bit because I had one beer in mind and I pivoted when he, when he brought out his stout, had me thinking about another one. So recently we took a venture to a new brewery. Well, not new. New to us, maybe. Um, I've definitely had their beer before. I couldn't remember if I brought them to the podcast or not, but, um, it's about seven minutes from my work and I'd never been to the brewery itself. So, um, we were out and about and we were like trying to find something to do on a Saturday. We were just like, "Ah, right, let's go, let's go check out uh new serum brewery. So, um, new serums, in New serum. Yep. S S A R U M new serum. Yep. And, um, and it's a it's a pretty pretty cool little spot um you know it's in a abandoned warehouse as is tradition or maybe not warehouse but old old brick building old brick building and um you know um the beer i remember i've had their beer before i think it was again i may have had one on the podcast but i've definitely had it like around you know it's just it's just always around um and i remember being like oh this, this is pretty good this is pretty good um but, uh, you know, a lot of people at work were talking about it. And I was like, oh, man, I really uh, I really should go check it out. So we went and they had a decent amount on tap. I was very, um, very surprised by the amount they had. They probably had maybe maybe 20 beers. So, you know, decent amount on tap um, uh, and ranging from all different kinds of stuff. So, uh, you know, shout out to them for uh, a very night, a very good. It was a pickle, a pickle beer um, called Netflix and Dill. Very good name. Very good name. And uh, tasted le- legitimate like a pickle. I was like, "Oh well, okay." Um, and they had some other some other ones too. Um, you know, nothing was nothing was like, "Oh my god, I have to go buy a four pack of this right away." Um, but it was all it was all solid. It was all solid. Uh, now that being said, I read I read a little snippet of some of their to go beers as I was ordering. I was like, "Ooh, that sounds really good." And then I started looking, and I was like, "Man!" So I go up and I I'm looking over these to go beers and they were not on tap but they must save the best for their cans because the ones that were on like there was a black ipa which i love black ipas and i don't see them very often so i was like well i gotta get some of that they had a bunch of barrel aged stouts and stuff and i was like okay sign me up so i told dana i was like i'm gonna go um you know close up i'll i'm gonna grab a couple things to go and you know i'll 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 be right back (laughs) And I come walking back with, like, a case of beer. And she's like, you said, like, a couple things. (laughs) Um, But the more I read into them, the more I was like, I have to try this. I have to try this. I have to try this. And I have one of those beers right now. Um, Ooh. Yep. So uh, one of their series that they do, it's uh, barrel-aged stouts. Well, this is actually a porter. Sorry. This is a porter. But they're barrel-aged beers. And um, they're named after mythological beasts and things of that nature so uh as a for instance they had krampus which i think we've all heard of you know um but this one that i'm going to be drinking tonight i have krampus in my fridge it's the only that's the only other one i remember but um the one i'm drinking tonight is called typhon so t-y-p-h-o-n typhon and I, i i pulled it up for those of us that don't know typhon Actually,
1: I just got a text from one of our listeners um, who just oh, asked me cool. if I knew about mythological f- figures. Oh, really? It's uh,
2: interesting. I got uh, the same yeah. text message. Oh, yeah. They yeah.
1: asked if I'd ever heard of Typhon before.
0: Oh, huh. That's weird. I wasn't on that one. Huh. Normally, yeah, it must be a group group
1: group <laughs> just chat. Just a group chat with and not you.
0: So, Typhon. Was a monstrous serpentine giant and one of the deadliest creatures in Greek mythology, according to Hesiod. Uh, Typhon was the son of Gaia and t- Tartarus. Uh, however, one source has Typhon as the son of Hera alone, which another makes Typhon the offspring of Cronus. Typhon is Typhon gets around, I guess. Um, apparently, Typhon attempted to overthrow Zeus for su- supremacy of the cosmos. So this thing was like bad, bad news bears. Bad I feel like news that happens bears. a
2: lot with with Zeus's kids and people. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Did they go do they go after Zeus himself? Though I feel like it's always like, oh, go after. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I guess. I guess maybe. Shoot
1: for the king. You best not miss. <laughs>
0: I that's guess. right. That's right.
1: Uh, that's pretty much what I what I had texted the listener back. Yeah. So glad yeah. That we're on the same page. But what's the deal with like them and Poseidon? Are they like the same or different?
0: No. Poseidon is Zeus's brother. So where
1: does he fit into like the ocean-y stuff?
0: Typhon is bad. He's deadly. Poseidon's as- good. Poseidon is good. And technically Hades is good too, I guess, technically. So
1: if you're having like a good ocean day, I watched Hercules, Hades
2: was not good.
0: No, it's they, they, they portrayed him incorrectly.
1: Yeah, they did him dirty.
0: Yeah, they did. And if you're
1: having a bad ocean day, it's uh, this other guy, Typhon's fault. So uh, they don't
0: like necessarily say he lives in the in the ocean. He just is a serpentine giant. And the picture Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't... It actually... He's
1: not a water serpent.
0: No. He's a land serpent. Is thunderbolt at a winged uh, winged and snake-footed Typhon. This is like an old pot. So apparently he had wings, too. That was not mentioned in this article that I'm reading. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Typhon was a badass. Uh, TLDR, Typhon was a badass. Um, and uh, this beer, also a bit of a badass. So um, this is an imperial porter brewed with coffee, marshmallow, and vanilla aged in bourbon barrels um and it is 13 percent alcohol so
1: good thing you went last
0: yep i know well i was going to drink their again great name serious black ipa for your harry potter fans out there um that's a character in harry potter um so another another well i don't know i, I feel like todd didn't didn't know who that was
2: i no i I have watched some of the movies. You've Harry Pottered before? And I I've, I've read surprisingly when I was when I was little I actually did read. I read like four of the books. Okay.
0: All right. Well, see look, I judge I judged the the tud by its cover.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got past he died in like 3. I was
0: so going to say it's
2: got 4. 4. Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, he
1: died in 4. Okay.
2: Wow, look at that. I Harry Pottered so much I even knew when he freaking died. And he turned into like a a dog, a wolf, werewolf.
1: No. Prisoner of Azkaban was three, I thought. Four was Goblet
2: of Fire? No, five was Goblet of Fire. That's the last book I did. That's the oh, book I started I reading see. and didn't finish. I was one off.
0: I don't know if he dies in four, though. I think Sirius he Black? does. Sirius mm, I think he dies later than that. Half-Blood Prince, maybe? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I'd have to look it up. Maybe... May- hey,
2: listen. We, Harry Potter, right in. Should right. we put before this spoilers for everybody? Uh, <laughs> no. You've
1: had 20 years. Yeah. I mean, you haven't watched it by now.
2: <laughs>
0: if you haven't watched or read by now, yeah. So, um... So here we go. here it is, dark as night. The head um did uh it's 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 saying it's there is 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 doing a disservice to head everywhere it's 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 got some bubbles, but it's definitely not definitely not there. You get some sweetness and some bourbon on the smell, and I think much like Tuds, this is a dark beer. I don't think I think you're gonna have minimal issues hiding from a T-rex on this thing. no no light no light coming through on it so yeah the the head disappearing you know didn't have that beautiful head like ted like Tud's had todd Tud had a, a nice nice head on his but um here we here we go let's let's see what let's see what uh typhon's all about at 13 percent abv
1: he died in order of the phoenix by the way
2: okay what book is that six
1: probably
0: let solo
2: cup i fill you up let's have a party
0: let's have a party Alright, so first things first, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna call 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 a spade a spade. Um there is no hiding the thirteen percent in this. It is it is boozy. It is boozy.
2: So how is it a porter at thirteen percent? That's a good question.
0: That's a good question because I mean, as we covered m- many episodes ago, porter's just a
2: light stout. And now <laughs> Untapped has it classified as a porter slash imperial double porter. Interesting. What is that? What is that?
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's,
0: that's, that's a made up something. <laughs> it's mythical. It is mythical. It is mythical. Um <laughs> so there's no hiding the 13%. Very boozy. Um it it doesn't like necessarily like you get it up front. It doesn't burn like on the back end, like you know, some some boozier beers or like alcohol does. Um get some of that vanilla marshmallowy sweetness. Um there's some bitterness on the back. I'm not getting like straight up coffee flavor. Maybe a little bit. I definitely get more bourbon than coffee, though. Um and you do get some some of that sweetness from the vanilla and the marshmallow, but honestly, I think I think the I think the <laughs> the alcohol flavor is like or the alcohol bite, whatever you want to say. Um you definitely get more of the bourbon and that than you do some of those other adjuncts they're talking about. So, you know, it, it makes it a little bit tougher to uh discern like some of the some of the more I mean, you think about it, you're like, oh, vanilla, coffee, marshmallow, those are pretty bold flavors. Like you should get those pretty, pretty prevalently. And it's not it's not necessarily the case. Okay. As I get used to it a little bit more, I'm picking up more of the coffee on the back end. So I think my palate just maybe needed to adjust a little bit. It's also like maybe slight still slightly too maybe slightly too cold still, but it's been sitting out for a little while, so um, it's not bad. It definitely, I think, was... I think the bourbon is is featured too prevalently, um, which... They actually put
2: bourbon straight into the porter.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it, it was bourbon barrels, but full bourbon barrels. Like <laughs> That was the problem. Um, so, like, I think... Uh, you that,
1: mean we're supposed to take the bourbon out uh, of the barrels first? Oh. Damn it. Oh,
0: I knew we step. did something wrong. <laughs> um, so, it's it's good. It's... Not what I was hoping for. Doesn't have the same I don't know. I, I've had better bourbon barrel aged beers, obviously. Maybe it'll warm up and get better, but eh. I think right now, the way it is, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a three seven five. And I was going I was going in between three and a half, three seven five. Like it's 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 good. I expected more.
2: I had higher hopes. It's disappointing because it seems like it'd be really good.
0: I know, I know. Especially,
1: I know. you know, you hyped us all up with your with your beer, Tad this right. is like, oh, I'm going to have this amazing well, not, double, triple pour.
2: There. Not everything <laughs> can be Fidens and Timber Ales coming together to make a love child. Right.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I know. I maybe like maybe Fidens
2: and Abomination came together and had a love IPA. I mean, it'd probably be really freaking good, too.
0: Maybe maybe that's the reason. Maybe there's, there's a reason that people are going to Fidens and, and Timber Ales and all them, and they're not going to New Serum. <laughs> um,
1: so you mentioned that you like got a whole... Case of these beers that you brought home. Yeah. Have you had other ones? I have, that yes. You've, that you've liked, didn't like? What's the What's the consensus? They've all been so,
0: two 7.5s. Oh, <laughs> no, ov- overall they've been pretty good. The black IPA is very good. That's what I was originally going to drink today um, before Tud swayed me with his, his stouty goodness. Um, and then there's the Krampus. Um, Krampus has hazelnut in it, which normally is... I'm like on the fence about hazelnut sometimes.
1: It's a it's a powerful flavor for a beer. Yeah. It can and be.
0: It's so I will say it's not bad, but there is a lot and I mean when I say listen, I'm not afraid of floaties, but when I say there is a lot of sediment at the bottom of those cans, there is a lot of sediment at the bottom of those cans. Like to the point where I went to take a drink of the end at the of the end of my glass and I had to spit it back out because it was like more solid than liquid. <laughs> like it was It was weird. It was bad. Um, That sounds bad. Yeah. It it and it it just gave me the. It it probably tasted fine. It gave me the heebie jeebies. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But then they had. Um, I forgot. Uh, they have a another brown ale. It's like a peanut butter brown, which was pretty good. And then another stout, which was pretty good. Um, they're like called. It's like Joe's Stout and another another person's name Stout. But the so overall solid. Um. The Typhon and the Krampus both, I I kind of which are the barrel aged variants that I got. Um, I kind of wish that they were. No, Krampus is a little better up until the weird sediment part. Um, but this one, they tried. They tried really hard. I just I think they need to refine their barreling pro- process. I guess, or I don't know. I'm I'm not.
1: Their bourboning process. Their bourboning pro- Ooh, the bourbon yeah.
0: from the barrels. Exactly, precisely. Um, that being said, New Serum, if you're listening, I'll gladly come down and. T- Taste test any beers. Um, So, anyways, three seventy five for me.
2: Well, let's say you were uh, taking the poll of thirty five of your closest beer drinking (laughs) friends. (laughs) Jesus.
0: (laughs) Oh, I figured it was gonna. I figured it was gonna be low, but I wasn't sure how low. Golly. Okay. Um, thirty five is pretty low. Um,
2: well, it's thirty six because you're the thirty sixth.
0: I'm the thirty sixth. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's gonna be higher than what I gave it, but I don't know. Oh man, this is like a tough one where I could see like the diehard new serumers like being like, oh man, new serum released Typhon. He's a serpent god thing. Um, So I think I'm going to say they went higher than me, but I don't think they did it by a ton. I don't know if it broke four. It's a, it's a barrel
2: age beer though.
0: Hmm.
2: I mean, it's just bourbon in a can.
0: I'm going to say it didn't break four, 3.99.
2: So you are close, but it did break four. Actually, damn, damn it, four point oh four.
0: Damn. Okay. Damn. Well, I mean, still pretty close, but damn.
1: Still pretty close. I mean, you guessed three something, and it was four something, so off by one
2: tally worth. <laughs> yeah, <you> gotta <laughs> gotta uh, eliminate that tally.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, that was that was a good guess. Right on. Uh, a little disappointing, but
0: you know. It, you know, it, whenever something like that happens, and I'm like. And untapped like kind of falls in line with where I think they are. I'm like, you know what, untapped got it right. You know, like like if they would have been like it's a four three, I would have been like, no, no. All those people need like, though untapped should be forcefully removed from their phone. They're not allowed to do it anymore.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, give up your account.
0: Yeah, you have to like force 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 removal. I feel like
2: we should have those privileges. You but know? you were at three. You were debating between a three five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I even, I admitted, I was like, okay, people probably going to like this more, but like people also haven't had, most people haven't had 3,000 different beers and stuff like that. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. I expected more out of it. It,
1: it doesn't sound like it earned above a four.
0: I It didn't. Um, yeah. But it does, it did deserve me my first tally mark in what feels like a hundred years. Like, I feel like I've been Back ice on the board, ice cold,
1: break that streak. There we go. Um, okay. So I guess with that. We should probably head over to that frosty mug. What do you guys think? I think we should. You yeah, guys ready? Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're running long. We we're, we're, we're ready to get to that frosty. <laughs> mug, All right, Jordan, take it away.
2: Test your handle.
1: Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle.
2: Mug of wisdom. drink mug of wisdom
1: okay thank you jordan um you know what L- look him up youtube.com slash wreck my podcast is that how youtube works i don't think so <laughs> youtube keyword wreck my podcast yeah type it in um look him up okay so it's time frosty mug of wisdom three handles on it you pull it out of the freezer we fill it up with uh, stuff we like, stuff we love, products, uh, apps, movies, TV shows, worst handles, best handles. Who knows? Who knows what we got in store for you this week? But Chris, without uh, further ado, honk honk, hog, honk honk, hog, honk honk honk, honk, honk honk. Um, You earned it. You earned the hogs this week.
0: Why, well, thank you. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um Who are you, uh, who's, who's handling this, this thing, these handles?
0: I mean, I know it's my choice, but do you just want to get the extremely niche handle out of the way for just those people that own certain things? Let's just get it over with, right? (laughs) Sure. Uh, So I recently did something, um, pertaining to, uh, my Twitch stream. However, this can go for anybody who owns a 3DS. Okay. So if you have a 3DS... I have one of those. You have one. Me okay. Too. You you can, you both, you both can do this. How about this? Um so for those of you that may or may not know, the 3DS eShop is closing in 6 days. So it <sighs> Oh my goodness. I know. You probably haven't opened it in well, 6 uh, years.
1: 3 days 3 days 6 days you mean a week ago when you listened to this.
0: <laughs> it's already closed. Closed up shop. <laughs> closed for business. They flipped the sign over. Um, so hopefully you got all the downloadable content that you want, uh, for your 3DS. Um, anywho, uh, so what I did, what I spent some of my time doing, I have two 3DS systems. I did it with one so far. going to do it with another is I actually installed custom firmware on my 3DS, um, which is not too, there's a, there's a really awesome video. I'll, we'll put it in the, in the show notes, um, walking you through it step-by-step and it basically unlocks a lot of different, um, like new software for your 3ds you can download older games like you like i could go on my 3ds right now and download um the the sonic and hedgehog games some of the pokemon games that are like not available on uh, the 3ds normally like emerald and ruby sapphire all that fun stuff um you can download uh, a bunch of like uh what are they called like uh, an app where you can use a microsoft controller to control your 3ds there's like just a bunch of really cool weird things that you can do including if you have a new 3DS um, or new 3DS XL, um, you can sh- wirelessly stream your 3DS from your your 3DS to your computer and stream it or record it or what have you. So um, there's some really cool stuff you can do. Like I did it for streaming, obviously, but even if you're not interested in streaming or whatnot, um, take an hour and, and and do it, and you unlock a lot of different things that you can you can utilize it for. So, you know, Let, if you ever wanted to,
2: let's say I wanted to sell the high seas a little bit, yeah. You know, and, uh, kay. and get some, uh, get some games that maybe I couldn't buy off the eShop anymore. Is that possible?
0: Uh, yeah. So there's, there's games available that are, we're not, or are no longer available or yeah, I guess technically are no longer available. So, um,
2: what if I wanted to play prior, like older Nintendo games that like maybe came out on a console before the 3DS or like a Game and Watch. <laughs> um
0: yeah, there are older Nintendo games on there as well. So, and there's emulators and all of that jazz. So like you could play basically whatever you want on your 3DS. So I
1: So but here's my question, right? Mm-hmm. Do you need the eShop to do this? No. Okay, no. so even though the shop is shut down yep. as of this, as of the time you're listening to this, that's not going to stop anybody from following this YouTube instructions.
0: Nope. Nope. Um, okay. Good. Yeah you you don't need the you don't need the shop anything like that. Everything that you do, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of moving memory card from 3ds to computer, from computer to 3ds, downloading all these files, and like even the videos, like trust me, it's safe file. And I'm like, hmm, random YouTube video. Are you sure? Like you know, but. <laughs> Um, he does a really
1: trusted of podcast you can do that yeah
0: exactly we Um, hear our
2: voices we don't sound creepy
0: that's true that's true yeah but he but the 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 guide is honestly foolproof like it's step by he literally is like hit a hit b hit a like a step by step literally step by step um so check it out i mean if it's something that interests you if you still have some use your 3ds or maybe you haven't used it in a while and you're like you know what this sounds interesting like check it out um it's uh i think i think it's worth it it's pretty cool um and if you don't want to you can just send me your 3ds and i'll just have it so sounds (laughs) sounds like a good idea honestly (laughs) but so there's there's two handles for you (laughs) two handles uh homebrew your 3ds and also just give it to me so (laughs) (laughs) so there you go um
2: how about uh todd go next so my handle is gonna be real simple this week um you know given that it was supposed to be mr oscar we weren't supposed to have handles but i think this entire week has been a learning experience for all listeners involved so my handle will be always check projects that you have other workers doing in your house once those workers leave um I thought your handle was gonna be a mop. No, well, could be, but I think we've done mop before, so we have. So I'm gonna go with check the always check work, check the work that that you do yourself, check the work that other workers are doing. Just inspect things and pay attention, because like if I wasn't, if I had only walked into my bathroom for 30 seconds, like I did when the guy first left, I just kind of walked in, kind of peeked around, said, "Oh, look at the progress here," and walked out. And then if I, if I had not gone back in there and been like, oh, like, this is pretty nice. Let me, like, take a look at to see what's really happening here. I would never have noticed the water leaking and I would have had a flooded bathroom. So my handle is just simply paying attention and inspecting your work and other people's works when you do things around your house. It's the best handle I can okay. give. I think a lot of people don't do that. But I think this, in my situation, saved me a lot of heartache and potentially water damage.
0: So you, you bring up a good point and like a lot of people don't do that. Right. Then I think about every single time I've had someone in my house working on it and I don't know what the proper distance is that I have to be from them working, you know, I just wait till they leave. Okay. Cause I'm like, I can't help you. Like, that's why you're here. Right. So like, but also you're in my house. So like, what if you're like, Oh my God, I need your help. And then I can be like, I don't know how to. But like you're not really gonna ever ask me that. But I always feel like, do I stay like near you? Do I just like eh, screw it? I'm gonna go take a poop, and you just let me know when you're done. Like I don't know. What's what's like that? That's that's a good handle. What is the proper distance? Someone right. If,
1: if you're an electrician or a carpenter or a plumber, plumber or a, yeah, any uh, anybody who appliance repairman,
2: like you know, like
1: I mean cable installer guy. Speaking from I mean,
2: speaking from my experience recently with this bathroom, right in is I just leave the workers alone. When they have a question, they come to me and they ask mm-hmm. me, you know, the question. And then I answer the question. You know, maybe they, they have me come into the room. They point things out and say, hey, do you want this over here? Do you want this over here? And I say yes or no. But other than that, I just try to stay out of their way. Uh, you know, it kind of helps too where some of the workers don't speak the same language. So there's a language barrier. So we kind of just stay away from each other in general just because we're incapable of communicating with each, with one another. Um, But in my general experience leave them alone until they ask you questions then like with the fiber installer he had a lot of questions so me and me and the that guy became fast buddies because we were joking around with each other but sometimes that happens but i would say in general stay away you know be around like within the same building but you don't have to be right up (laughs) okay yeah
1: you just need a smaller place because like i just can't be you know my place is not big enough to be outside of their area
2: <laughs> right but you don't have to be like right next to them going hey what are you doing hey what are you doing hey what are you doing
1: but sometimes you want to know sometimes you're like hey i needed you to do this thing because i didn't know how to do it like show me so that way when it breaks the next time i don't have to call you back and i can figure this out of my that's
2: mind. where the magical world of youtube comes in handy mm. but what if you're
1: what if your shower is broken
2: okay okay mm.
1: How are you supposed to watch the YouTube video on how to fix your
2: shower? <laughs> well, unless you're for everybody else whose name is not Chris, watch it sitting on your couch. But for uh, Chris <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean Chris could always go outside with a garden hose if he wanted to get into that mood. Take take a bath. <laughs> yeah. He, he hopefully he has more than one shower in his house. Who knows? are you with your fancy multiple showers.
0: I know. What are you what do you live in? I what mean is, was this
2: the the high the, the, the hyatt the What's it called? Yeah, that's I've it, never right? been to a Hyatt that gave me multiple showers in my room. But, Obert, I've been to your house. I know you have multiple but showers. But a Hyatt does have
0: multiple showers.
1: <laughs> I do have multiple showers, and none of them are leaking, which is good.
2: Um, I have not been to Chris's house, so I cannot speak personally. But I do know his old house had multiple showers. You haven't been to this house. No, you mm. bought it within the past like six months.
0: I know. I was for some <laughs> reason I was just I was just thinking I was like, oh no, I've always you, been. You here. guys, have <laughs> yeah, you guys have been here. No, <laughs> that's not how it works.
2: Never seen it. Wouldn't even be able to pick it out of a lineup. In fact, I thought you had bought the house that was in the news a week ago. <laughs> that is that is true. That is true. Well, that's my handle. Make sure you look at the work that people do in your house and look at your own work. Inspect it. Make sure that like when you're done, you don't just run away and be like, oh, I'm done. Um, Obert. I'm curious to know about this, this app that you have for us.
1: Yeah, so much like Chris and I guess, Todd, I also have a kind of a niche handle. Um, it's really only applicable if you have either an iPhone or an Android phone. Um, and also like to drink alcohol.
2: What if you have but a if Windows you, phone? If, you,
1: if, you don't, if that doesn't apply to you, you could probably shut off this podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> Amazon phone? Yeah, no Fire phones. Um, probably isn't on that app store. But no, it's a brand new app. I actually um, found this app from, because the, the developer was posting in the, the Cocktails subreddit. And um, and their, the app that they made is called Cocktailarium. C-O-C-K-T-A-I-L-A-R-I-U-M. Cocktailarium, which I don't know why I'm spelling it. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. But you've probably seen apps similar to this before where it's like, you know, like a bartender's guide book but in app form right it um what it does you know you can look up recipes one of the features that i like about it that i've used in apps before uh is that you can have a there's like a my bar tab section where you go to your you go over to your liquor cabinet and you put in okay i have i have a bottle of you know anejo tequila a bottle of you know uh red sweet red vermouth a bottle of you know triple sec whatever you put all the bottles that you have in in here and it'll tell you drinks that you can make with what you have or like you can make this if you go out and buy like you know a bottle of coca-cola you have everything else you need to make a long island iced tea um so it'll give you kind of inspiration for what drinks should i make with what i have in my house
2: interesting okay
1: um yeah and um it also one thing that i like about it is there's a like a lessons tab where it kind of tells you it, it has a whole series of kind of videos to watch to get better at making cocktails if you want to if you want to learn how to get more into stuff you know with different levels and whatnot uh, this is the, the app i use again like i said to find the jungle bird um, which you can in addition to all the instructions there's even a link i'm not sure where it pulls the data in for from some of those recipes but there's links to like watch youtube videos on somebody making it which i thought was pretty neat and they do a lot of um a lot of the recipes are tagged with different things so it's kind of like you know spotify when there's like kind of like these random categories of stuff
2: yeah okay
1: um let me sh- like read off some of like the interesting tags that I found. So like some of the tags they have are like three ingredients or bittersweet or things like disco, like you can type random, random stuff you can search for to just be like, you know, I'm kind of in like this kind of mood or I have this glassware. what cocktail would go good. So it's good for inspiration for if you want to get into finding new drinks to make um, and how to make them Goes through all that stuff. And there's some pretty gorgeous pictures on here. So Cocktailarium, check it out. It's free. Uh, it's it's one of those apps that there's no ads, but they just have one of the like Ko-Fi donation links. So it's the WinRAR model of pay what you want, which is great, <laughs> which is great if you want to just check it out and enjoy it, ad free. And then maybe if you find you really get some use out of it, kick the guy a couple bucks.
2: I like the app's logo.
1: Yeah, it's very, like, modern looking, you know. I've had apps like... So one thing I wanted to say is I've had apps like this before, like, on one of my first iPhones, which was fine, but I didn't really utilize it that much. I'm hoping I can get more out of this app of of discovering
2: new drinks to make. Ober, I've got a good future cocktail for you that I'd like you to try. Okay, what is it? Cold Brew Negroni. Ooh, wow, that sounds crazy. (laughs) Gin...
1: Is that... Did you learn that, find that from the cocktailarium?
2: I did. Gin Campari... Sweet Vermouth, and then Mr. Black Coffee Liqueur.
1: So it's not even um,
2: with cold brew? Nope. Made with Mr. Black Coffee Liqueur. Hmm, Cool. I expect you to make this and bring this and review it.
1: All right. Well, we'll see. Um, But yeah, that's it. Close out the handles. Tut, it's over to you.
2: So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, I'll thank Fightins and Timber Ales for their, I assure you we make stouts, uh, Imperial Stout.
0: I would like to thank uh, New Serum for their Typhon.
2: I would like to thank uh, Ong Sui
1: Teek, who is the inventor of the Jungle Bird, which I learned thanks to
2: Cocktailarium. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWF at gmail.com. Go to Discord and join the live conversation over there where you can learn about things like Sal's struggle to warm up a beer. Um, he did not take the Jason route. He did not stick it in the, f- the, the microwave, but I think he was getting close. Um, also make sure you head over to Patreon and for as little as $1 a month, you can help support the podcast over there or $10 million a month. We would really appreciate that. That'd be pretty cool. Be great. So, uh, uncle Elon, if you're, if you're listening, you know, that's pretty cheap and we pr- yeah, hit us up. We probably make more money than, than Twitter. So it's probably a good use of money. Um, Otherwise, make sure you're telling your friends and your family about this podcast. If they like cocktails, craft beer, you know, drinking in general, or just like to laugh, send them over our way. And also make sure that you head over to your favorite podcast app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcast, Spotify, and leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, That really helps get the word out there as well. When people take a look and they say, oh, look at this podcast. Oh, there's, you know, a thousand reviews of five-star well, they, they're definitely going to want to listen to that situation too. So that's just a great way for you to help us out without having to speak to anybody, join anything, or do anything other than hit a five-star rating and type in, this podcast is awesome. So with that, my name's Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember,
1: if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. All right, let's get the Chiefs back over here, guys. Time to re-roll out the cart. <laughs>
2: We got two weeks now. No, I think we just... Better get I think they leave it laid out, but I think they have to constantly walk it and sweep it off.
1: Okay. They just gotta patrol
2: the perimeter. Yeah, it just seems cruel and unusual that we make them roll it back up to only roll it back out. But we have brooms and uh, vacuum cleaners. Yeah, that's fair.
1: But I think they kind of need the conditioning for next season.
2: That is true. It's true. I will say, though, that we made the Rams do this last year, and they were terrible this year. So...
1: <laughs> That's because they didn't roll it out twice. True, true. We're going to find out <laughs> if this
2: works that way. Well.